Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody out there in West Georgia, and welcome again to another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What a show we have for you today. I am going to talk about the Field of Dreams game and the impact it has on Major League Baseball. The Atlanta Braves dropped game three, 12 to three, to the Cincinnati Reds, and they are back to being in second place, a game back from the Phillies. And Mac Jones, in his preseason debut with the New England Patriots, provides promise to Pats fans. I watched the Field of Dreams game last night, and what a show it was put on by Major League Baseball. Quite the success. A lot of pure baseball fans were impressed, and it was really entertainment. Yes, the game was exciting too, and that caused the game to end in a movie fashion. The Chicago White Sox defeat the New York Yankees 9-8 in the bottom of the ninth inning with Tim Anderson hitting a walk-off two-run home run to win the ball game. It was just great to see all those fly balls just land in the cornfield. But to start the game, the pregame festivities, Kevin Costner comes out of the cornfield and they're playing the melodramatic movie theme from the movie Field of Dreams. And Kevin Costner, he's got a baseball gripped in his hand and he comes from the outfield and he just looks around. And then these baseball players come out of the cornfield and it was really cool. Major League Baseball hit a home run with this. And the commissioner, Rob Manfred, says that there will be a Field of Dreams game in 2022. I know it's just a baseball game, but this was taking place in Dyersville, Iowa, They built a baseball field right next to the movie set where they filmed the movie Field of Dreams. They had drones in the sky. They had hot air balloons. They they were showing the panoramic view of the cornfield. And then the parking was just like the parking in the movie. All those cars were just out in the grass way far away from the baseball field. It was really a cool moment in the game. The White Sox led most of the game. They were up 7-4 to in the bottom of the ninth. And Aaron Judge comes up to the plate and hits a two-run home run, and it's now 7-6. The next guy walks. Then, Giancarlo Stanton for the New York Yankees comes up and hits a two-run home run, and the New York Yankees have an 8-7 lead going into the bottom of the ninth inning. What a storybook finish that had a movie ending for the White Sox to win it on a walk-off home run. Now, they did not have manager Tony La Russa. He was away for... Uh, death in the family. Miguel Cairo came in and managed for the White Sox. And the first place White Sox hold the Yankees at bay. And this game does have an impact in the wild card standings because you still have the Boston Red Sox and the Oakland Athletics who are leading the wild card race with the Yankees not too far behind. I love this moment. And I love the movie Field of Dreams. And I was glad that Kevin Costner made an appearance. I was a little disappointed that James Earl Jones did not. 
but beggars can't be choosers. All right, so the Atlanta Braves, they drop a game to the Cincinnati Reds 12-3, but that's really not the story. They were throwing a pitcher in there, and he got shelled by the Cincinnati Reds. Kyle Mueller got shelled so bad, he only pitched two and a thirds innings, and he gave up six runs that manager Brian Sticker said he's going back to AAA. The bullpen wasn't all that great either. Josh Tomlin gave up five runs as well, and the Cincinnati Reds blow the doors off the Atlanta Braves, and the Braves are back to being one game behind the Philadelphia Phillies as the Phillies were able to beat the Dodgers 2-1. to one. These playoff races are so exciting. And plus, as a Giants fan, I'm excited too because the Giants blanked the Rockies 7 to nothing with the Dodgers' loss. The Giants now have a five-game lead on the Dodgers. I'm still weary. <clears throat> I still don't agree with a lot of the baseball experts that say the Dodgers are still the team to beat in the NL West. The Giants have a five-game lead. What does that mean? They do have five solid starting pitchers that will shut the door if they go on a losing streak. The Giants would have to go on a losing streak to give up this league. That's what that tells you. The playoff implications are very important because these two teams are on a collision course to meet in the divisional series with home field advantage being a key factor. Something to watch in this baseball season. We had some preseason football last night, and Patriots fans are getting a little excited about Mac Jones and his debut in the preseason. He came in and was 13 of 19 for 87 yards, a quarterback rating of 78. But the way he was throwing the ball and being in control of the offense is exactly what Bill Belichick wants. A surprise was Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie. With 10 carries, 127 yards, he had two touchdowns. And the New England Patriots defeated the Washington football team 22-13. Washington has a quarterback controversy on their hands as well. As you have Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. And then the backup, Steven Montez, the talented rookie from Colorado, came in as the third strainer. And he was 17-24 for 108 yards with a touchdown and a pick. If there's any team in the National Football League that could use a quarterback right now, I'm talking about like with the 49ers having two great quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. If the 49ers want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo to a team, the Washington football team would be a good candidate for that because right now their quarterback situation is still up in the air and Washington has a very talented defense with Chase Young who is going to flourish in his second year. We had another preseason game last night and the Pittsburgh Steelers defeating the Philadelphia Eagles 24-16 for the Battle of Pennsylvania. Possibly who's going to be the backup behind Ben Roethlisberger? Is it going to be Mason Rudolph or is it going to be Dwayne Haskins? Dwayne Haskins is trying to prove that he can be the backup in Pittsburgh. And if he develops, he could possibly take over the starting job when Ben Roethlisberger retires. Philadelphia also has three quarterbacks they've been trying out. And I actually thought Joe Flacco did a pretty good job. 10 for 17, 178 yards. He did have a touchdown. Jalen Hurts was in a... In, in the starting role. And then Nick Bowens didn't really play and get out there. 
Not much of a running game for the Philadelphia Eagles. In the preseason, there's a lot of question marks. You're just trying out players. You're trying to see what fits. You got backups playing against backups. Really, the second preseason game, now there's only three preseason games. That second preseason game is going to be very important because that's where the majority of your starters are going to see the majority of the first half. I can't wait for tonight. You got the Tennessee Titans going up against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not, I'm not sure if Matt Ryan is going to play a series, but we'll get to see A.J. McCarron, and then we'll also get to see Felipe Franks. And then which wide receivers are going to be the number two wide receivers? I think Russell Gage is looking like he could possibly be the second wide receiver to Calvin Ridley. And then, of course, they have Laquan Treadwell. But I think the offense is going to go through Kyle Pitts. He is going to get the most receptions and the most yards this year. And he is a favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, he's got the highest rated score in Madden 2022 with an 81. So that tells you something, that he is a physical specimen that is going to be a dominant factor this NFL season. I am excited. We are one week away from high school football. Next week, I will have my high school preview show. I am deeply invested in Russell County High. They were on the Columbus News, and there is a lot of hype for this 6A school out of Seal, Alabama. And they will take on Smith Station on Friday on the road at Smith Station. Smith Station is a 7A school. Of course, Alabama is very known. Alabama has got some well-known schools, including Central High out of Phoenix City that won the state title in 2018. You have Opelika. You have Auburn. you got some great schools in Alabama. And I'm also going to give a lot of love to schools in Georgia, like all the high schools in Columbus, to include Shaw, Spencer, Northside, Hardaway, Columbus, and then neighboring schools in the Valley to include Harris County, Troop County, LaGrange High School, and the reigning state champs for 2A, the Callaway Cavaliers. It's a great time to be a football fan because you got high school football, you got college football, and you got the NFL. I'm a fan of all three. Now, what does that tell you? You got high school games on Friday nights. If you're a big fan of high school football, your Friday nights are pretty much taken in the fall. And then you watch college football all day Saturday. A lot of people that don't like the NFL, they take Sunday to just take a break from football. But it is hard to do because where I grew up in California, I grew up with the 49ers and we did not care about college football. I moved to the South in 2006. I moved to the South in 2005. And all they care about is college football. Of course, I went to school out here. And I remember my first time on the campus of Freed Harbin University, there were a bunch of students in the dorm lobby watching Tennessee and Florida and I was like what are you watching they were watching that game like it was the Super Bowl and then the following Sunday after church I went to the dorm I was getting ready to pack to leave because I was visiting school it was 1998 and the Tennessee Oilers they weren't the Titans yet it was 1998 the Tennessee Oilers were on TV at one o'clock nobody watched the game that moment had an impact on my life because I realized the South does not care about the National Football League. When I was a first-year student at Freed Harmon, it was 1999. The Tennessee Titans were in the Super Bowl against the St. Louis Rams. Super Bowls held in Atlanta. It was the year 2000. It was my first year at Freed Harmon, and we all had a Super Bowl party, and 
the buzz around the city, the buzz around the state was they were still excited about that national championship they won the year before. A lot of fans in Tennessee could care less that the Titans were in the Super Bowl. I'm just being honest. I know you got people that live in Nashville that are diehard Tennessee Titans fans, but the majority of the state of Tennessee, they care more about Tennessee volunteer football rather than the Tennessee Titans, and that is a fact. Same with the state of Georgia. They care more about the University of Georgia than the Atlanta Falcons. I'm just stating a fact, but you go to California, you got San Francisco 49ers fans, you hardly have any Cal, Stanford, USC, UCLA fans, unless you actually went to the school. Now, for the longest time, there was a lot of USC fans because Los Angeles did not have an NFL team until they recently acquired the Rams and the Chargers from relocation. So USC was the talk of Los Angeles for the majority of the 2000s. I love football. I'm glad it's back. I will start to get into more detail with my shows because of the football season. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. Hope everybody has a great weekend and I will talk to you next Friday because I will not have a show until next Friday. So have a great rest of your week. Bye everybody. You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast. Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.